Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. It's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars up above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Neat the cover of October skies You know the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow You know I'm trying to please to the calling Of your heart strength that plays soft and low You know the night What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And here we are today, uh, the 17th anniversary of one of the saddest days in American history. Uh, We should never forget the uh, cowardly terrorist attacks that took place. Uh, when uh, they took down the the Twin Towers and uh, the World Trade Center. Uh, very, very uh, obviously sad uh, day then and should always be remembered and remember those who lost their lives. And today, uh, take a moment to think about those and to think about our first responders and think about all the people that tried to help and make things better from a terrible tragedy. And, of course, that's always one of the uh, sad things I think about when you see these uh, people kneel and uh, for the national anthem. Uh, this is one of the things that makes America great is that we can get through this and move on. But we should always respect the flag, the military, the first responders, the police, the fire, uh, and everybody else who helped. And 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 please take a moment of your time and uh, reflect and and say a prayer for those who lost their lives and their families. Uh, it affected us all. It was a tragedy, and uh, hopefully that will never be repeated. But we do need to always remember uh, what can happen, and. Uh, This is September 11th of 2018, and of course it is the 17th year anniversary, and of course, you know, it's it's obviously a very tragic event, and uh, we move on, and we have moved on, and of course uh, the markets themselves are moving on, and, you know, starting to look a little bit um, bearish, a little bit lower today. Uh, nothing, you know, uh, tra- nothing tragic uh, there. But of course, they do look uh, weak. We have, you know, been commenting that they have started to look a little bit uh, bearish, and I think that's what we are, you know, we're starting to see here is uh, the market's getting ready to make a turn. There is a lot of info uh, coming this week. We do have uh, Mario Draghi. On Thursday, uh, obviously today is still the second part of, or the second day of Rosh Hashanah, uh, the Jewish New Year. So that you know could keep, uh, you know, the markets at bay, and and, and we'll see. But uh, as it as it turns out, we are certainly 
looking for uh, the markets to break out of this range that they are. And what we are really seeing is a market that is really just stuck in a a massive and a major range. And, and I think that, uh, you know, that is something that, you know, we have to be aware of. And, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, you can certainly look for some things to change in this market. But again, these are, uh, you know, what we, we look at as the markets start to turn. And, you know, again, you, you have uh, just, you know, many of the asset classes out there are um, in, in weird formations and in weird setups. And, uh, you know, certainly if you look at uh, gold, gold is compressed and it continues to try to, you know, consolidate and, and should, you know, break to the upside uh, at some point here. And, uh, you know, we, we watch it and we, we continue to, to look. And I think that, you know, you could certainly find opportunity, uh, you know, to be a buyer. I certainly would not want to be a seller in these areas. I would only look to be uh, a potential buyer if I were going to trade it at all, which I am. And I think this is one of the things that, you know, you have to realize is that even if it goes lower, the the risk reward model suggests that higher prices, uh, you know, that, that your risk by being short here is much higher than the risk of being long. Okay. Um, I think that's one of the things that, you know, many of us struggle with throughout our, our trading career is that we uh, many times uh, let the markets get the best of us because we, we get involved and, and follow the the herd, as they say. And, of course, when we do that, uh, typically what, what happens is uh, we end up in a bad position because the herd, the herd is always wrong. Okay, so it's something that, you know, we need to be, you know, always on top of and always prepared for. Okay. Uh, and I think that's when you start to recognize the market footprint, which later today we'll talk about that in um, in our uh, replay of, of bits and pieces of the the Monday call. But I think that, again, it, it's something that we uh, often forget that it just takes the identify, to, to identify a good solid market footprint, okay, which will help you always help you be in the best position, okay, and that's obviously all we can ever ask for is to be in the best position and have the highest probability. I think when you look at certain things, I think you look at copper, you know, copper has been totally blitzed as well, and I think that's another area that we look at to see, you know, where we find, you know, better opportunities. Uh, but the overall markets themselves, they look a little bit, you know, bearish. But again, we're not we're not ready to sell uh, 
yet. What we're ready for is to continue to watch and be be alert to the solid footprint that the markets are starting to show. And that would be what we should be focusing on. Because, again, you, you want to always put yourself in the shot that gives you the highest probability to create successful and, and good trades. And that is done simply by letting the market footprint help you out and show you what, what you can really expect from the markets. And that's something that we always want to make sure that you are fully aware of. As again, as we get ready to uh, stop out here for a break, we do want to take another moment and remember uh, everybody who tragically lost their lives, their families, and uh, all of America on this day, September 11th, 2018. Uh, in the meantime, this is The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz, and of course, remember to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. You can also get the uh, Sporting Edge there as well. So check that out. And, of course, uh, you can also get my daily update, Bubba's daily update, which is available to you for free. All you have to do is go to bubbatrading.com, and you can fill out the little box, and uh, every day I will send you what I'm thinking and what I saw during the day. It's kind of like getting tomorrow's newspaper today. This is The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz. We're going to stop out here for a break, and we will be back with more of the Bubba Show after the break. Todd Bubba Horowitz, the Bubba Show, coming right back to you. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz, as we share some of my thoughts and some other things that I see, let's get back to it right now. In the meantime, as I always discuss what my overall thoughts are, markets are acting bearish, all right? Now, again, it doesn't mean they're going down. It's just they're acting very, very bearish. The divergence today was extremely interesting. Take a look at the the Dow was down about 70, and the uh, the S&P was up about 8, which is a very big move against each other. Uh, the Russell was up a little bit, and the NASDAQ was, like, all over the map. Um, so you've got some things going on, and, again, that just means that there's some underlying things under the market, and people are trying to position for for what the next big move is going to be. And, again, I do believe that when we do get a move, it could be both ways, but I would I would bet almost American dollars that it goes lower. Okay, but not yet. Uh, that's right. It did not roll. You'll just go ahead and we'll, you'll get an email tomorrow. Uh, we'll see how the markets look. And uh, I wrote that I knew that it wouldn't. It might not necessarily do so. So no worries. Uh, and we've got uh, Super Mario Thursday. Okay, so what are they going to do? You know, there's a, a lot of things going on with the Brexit, which you'll see. And so we'll see how it all plays out. In the meantime, as I said, Connie's not here, but she did send. She's somewhere out of the country, but she did send her words of wisdom. And again, if anybody wants notes or wants to do them and volunteer, please do so. Because uh, uh, otherwise there will be no notes. Courage is not the absence of fear, but taking the action is in spite of the fear. And of course, you know, she always brings good words of wisdom because again ain't nothing easy all right so we have to be prepared to move on and we've got to be able to step into it and, and i think that's one of the things that happen is we, we we forget how to go ahead and step in and i think that that's the big problem you know as they say there's nothing to fear but fear itself okay that's great if you can do it wonderful if you can't do it i understand it's not an easy job 
especially with me because I'm all over the place. And of course, you know, I bitched the whole night, but I always get one free one. And as you know, I just came back from Las Vegas and uh, I want to know what happened to customer service in this country. Okay. I was at the Wynn Hotel, which is, you know, pretty nice hotel out there. And uh, we were in under uh, comps. Um, you know, we get, I get comp just about anywhere I want to go. And now we hadn't stayed the wind, so it was, they were comping in front. And um, so I went to, to, to check out and they go, they give me a bill. I go, what are you talking about? There's no bill here. And everybody goes, no, no, no. And I, they almost threw me out of the lobby. Uh, but everything we asked for, late checkout, no. Uh, everything was no, no matter where we were, it was no. And every casino, I go, don't they care about their customers anymore? Where is the customer service in this world? Uh, and I, and I, I find it interesting. And you can see that, that why the things are starting to change and nobody cares. Nobody gives a rats, you know what, anymore. So we'll see. I mean, again, I'd like, you know, I believe in customer services. You guys know, because, you know, when you email me, you don't get no, you get an answer within moments. Okay. Notice no talk of 9-11 main media. Yeah, I'm talking about it, though. And I, I, there is actually a slide, but I didn't put it in here. But we do want to commemorate and, and send our, our, our wishes to all those who um, lost their lost family members and uh, all of us. I mean, because obviously it was the biggest American tragedy or one of the biggest. Uh, and uh, it's always a very sad day. And uh, if you all remember the grifter or the badger, <laughs> I call him the grifter. The Badger, is it's his birthday tomorrow, and he's, I saw him over the weekend. He's not doing well, but he's still here, so that's a good thing. <laughs> it's hard to be nice to people in thongs and beer bellies. Yeah, but I was not in thongs and a beer bellies. I was in my work boots, like always. <laughs> I've got real customer service. Thank you. Money is cheap. That's why no customer service. Wait until it tightens up again. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Anyways, so the Dow was down, you know, about 60 points. But really, where are we? We're just consolidating. We're not going anywhere. It's a big, it feels, you know, it's, it's funny. When you, when the markets go nowhere, every little move feels like we're going anywhere. But we haven't gone anywhere for weeks. Okay. And then we had a week of a rally. And then we hadn't gone anywhere for weeks before that. Look, the bottom line is we're not shorting the market. Um, I'd, you'd still have to be, although I am not, I'm not seeing bearish action, okay? But I would have to say to you that if you're going to participate in this market right now, you have to do it from the long side. And I would say 25.8 to 26.2 in the Dow. I would not trade either side right now. That's just me. It doesn't mean that that's, not, that's the right thing to do, but I believe that you're much better off waiting, Okay. I think that this action, because I think you could see some some big whips here. So we'll say 25.8 to 26.2, but really the tr correct trade, in my opinion, is is neutral. Yes, and P. Sierra Papa X-ray. Oh, by the way, Dale, I got some silver from uh, Advantage. By the way, just a uh, heads up. Uh, I, they, they made a good deal, so I was happy. Yes, and P. Okay, so 28.60. Looks to be support. It looks like 29.10 or so, 29.20 should be resistance. Again, in this, you should be only want to be a buyer if you're going to get in. Now, again, I am not personally buying the indexes. I'm looking to sell the indexes, although I do have a long position in the, in the SPY, okay, because that's, you know, mathematical. But again, as a general overview of the market, okay, I think that 
you have to look at this and and we're still going up and the trend is still up so although i'm talking about some potential bearish action there is still markets are still rallying so there's no real reason now again we will see at some point we will see a breakdown like we're seeing in the nasdaq right now in some of the stocks but even with the breakdown of some of the stocks the markets are still not really going down okay so it's not like it's a, it's an easy thing or that the market just going to collapse here so i, I think you got to be very cautious here don't try to get ahead of the game okay because you have an opinion there's a lot of reasons to believe that we could go down but there's only one reason we would go up because we keep going up so here we're 2860 to 2920 the nasdaq charlie oscar michael peter got just over our 8,000 broke and now we're back down at that 7,900 where we wanted to sell it once before. Again, if you're gonna trade the NASDAQ, you wanna be a buyer at 7,900, probably a seller at 8,100. Um, you know, I, again, the market is still going higher. That's what it looks like. Again, you cannot fight the pattern. The pattern just simply shows that right now the market's going higher, okay? Now, again, uh, I took a short position in the queues because but because it was mathematically sound, all right? But from a general looking at this market, again, I don't mind being short. It's not a huge trade, but it is not, you know, again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get aggressive on either side of the market with any stock or any index unless I was going to hedge it. The Russell Romeo Uniform Tango. And I missed you guys. I missed last week. We didn't get together. Terrible. In the meantime, notice what happened, okay? We were consolidating. We had this drawn in. We said it was going to make a big move one way or the other. We assumed it to be up. It did go up. Got all the way to new highs, broke, and look where it stopped going down, right at the top of this range. Again, that's something you need to learn all the time is, is these ranges mean something, okay? These charts mean something. I don't do this just to waste your time. These are, these are what are called footprints in the market. Okay, the market leaves a footprint. Now, you can always be right. Of course not. But you're always going to have the general idea and you're going to be on the correct side of the market, right or wrong. Whether you make money, or you don't make money on that particular trade. You will be on the right side of the market if you understand and learn what we're doing here. So we knew that this was. In, there, let's just clean this up for a minute. I want to start this from the beginning. This happens to be a good look. So we knew that we had a market that was in consolidation. Okay. That we knew. We then noticed a few weeks ago that it was starting to kind of make higher lows and lower highs and kind of pinch, which means that it's going to make a much bigger move out of there. Okay. We assumed at the time it would be up just because the shorts had failed and because the rest of the markets are going higher. And sure enough, it did explode to the upside. It went up and did make a new high. And now it came right back down to the top of this, which now old resistance becomes new support and it's now it's now breaking out so the russell would probably be 1710 to 1740. 17 and that's something that we always want to watch is the pattern in the market and uh this is the bubba show todd bubba horowitz make sure you download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm and also get the sporting editor and never forget it is september 11th take a thought and remember the bubba show todd bubba horowitz will be right back He's so delicious. 
What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report, bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Chalady, the cow guy, as seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got the Badger, who writes the hot topics in the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to thebubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at bubba at thebubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at bubba at thebubbashow.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, thebubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back to The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you as we're sharing some information with you. Here we go. Again, I would be very cautious in these. You know, again, you, you have to be patient enough to wait for the markets to do what they're going to do. Crude. Okay, now crude is doing exactly what we thought it was. Now, it, once again, it gave us a, a little bit of a heartburn as it ran up. Okay, but it immediately came right back down. So what are we seeing here? Does this pattern look familiar to what we just looked at the Russell? It does, except for the breakout part. So what do we have? We know that like 70 and a half to 71 is the top. We know it should come down to 64. And that's what I'm expecting is 64. If you have a position, great. If you don't have a position, I think you'd want to look at possibly 69 to sell. I wouldn't want to get overly aggressive, wait for the next rally. Okay. Again, I'm I'm not going to sell with fresh new money here. I would need to see a rally to be able to sell. Okay, or at least some consolidation that gives me a thing. I would have no. It would not surprise me to see a bounce up to 69. It tried today, if you were watching. Okay, spiked up and then it broke. Range bounders, correct. When you say trade look at mathematically, what does that look like? I use I have numbers that are are purely uh, based on. Um, a bunch of formulas, okay? It's it's just something that I do, and I share them on Sunday night. But it's a good indicator of the mood of a small Main Street. Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. Uh, where was I? Gold. Gold continues to be in a very tight consolidation range, which means what? Who's going to answer what this means? Okay. Who wants to give me the answer to what this means with, with gold in this tighter range? It's going to break out. Is right. A move is coming. You guys, you guys are paying attention. I got to give you credit. You are paying attention. Yeah, there's a big move coming. Okay. I'm going to guess it's going to be up. Okay. But it better hold. We made the original low. This 1167 was overnight. Now, it counts from a charting standpoint, but the close was more important here. It closed above the 1180, which we were watching. Okay. It better hold, you know, like around, you know, 1190, 1200 level, right where it's at. You notice today where it failed, then it came right back above. So it better hold in this area, but we're going to make the overall range 1190 to 1220. And I'm not in a hurry here. I would much prefer to see some more extended consolidation here. Good guru. Thank you. <laughs> uh, okay. The bonds, the Zulu Bravo. 
All right, well, we're going to get, we just rolled these over to December now. So that's part of the fall is because of that. Hold on. Let's go to December. Notice, again, where did the, 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 the sell-off stop? Right about where it should have stopped. Now, again, we're short bonds, okay? And I expect them to go a lot lower. I would love to see a little bit of a rally, and I'd like to sell them again. I mean, I think that here you want to be a seller probably at, you know, about, about almost a point higher, 143.22 or so. Uh, I think this is, you know, again, I'm not a buyer here at any price. I'm only a seller in the bond market. This is, for those of you who don't know, this is directly related to interest rates, okay? Interest rate increase coming is right. That's what I think, okay? I think it's going to be much faster than anybody thinks because I think the Fed is doing too much diddling and, and not taking care of business. But, you know, again, there was somebody talking about, uh, I forget what it was, something that, that was going to be my bitch, but I forgot. And I still can't remember. But it'll come out to me during the day. I mean, then we'd be a seller at 143.22, December bonds. The dollar, Delta X-ray Yankee. And beautifully holding the bottom. Now, again, you can say anything you want. You can listen to all the pundits saying how the dollar is too strong. The dollar is going up. The Fed has tried to suppress the dollar for many, many years here, and it's getting away from them. And, of course, we got one run up, and I think that this is building a beautiful base. We're making higher lows. I expect this to go. I expect the dollar to be at par before the year is the year is up. I would say be a buyer, you know, 94, 75, 95. I, I'm not a seller anymore. I sold half my position at 90, you know, almost 97. Uh, I'm looking for the next move to go to par, which would mean the euro currency is the opposite side. Now the euro currency is can be affected on Thursday by Draghi, uh, so I'm going to call this neutral, except for those that are in the futures course in class because uh, you have a position on. But in, for general, without somebody watching all the time, there's no reason for you to get involved. There's going to be a big move on Thursday, uh, direction to be determined. And then, of course, the British pound spiked up a little bit. And of course, it's more Brexit talk. But notice it spiked up, but it just it stopped right where it should have stopped. OK, that may break out. It certainly got the makings of a breakout. But Right now, you know, again, we're looking to be, we'd be a buyer of this about 129 if it comes back down again. And then, of course, the VIX. Man, did that get clocked today? You know, it was interesting. Now, again, even the VIX runs by a chart, right? Look at the chart. And again, I didn't draw that. This was already in, right? This was in from the last time we were together. Okay. And look what happened. It went right to resistance and it's selling off. Now, the, the key is, or the question will be, Will the VIX hold, you know, somewhere in this area here and then break out, okay, or will it fall all the way back down? So will we just end up in this nasty consolidation we've been in, or will this be the breakout? Now, I can say this, this action was much better than this straight up and down action. So we'll see. Again, what about the Canadian dollar? I'll look at it later. I guess I can do it right now before I switch over to... My news and notes. I mean, if I were going to play the Canadian dollar right now, I'd be a buyer. I mean, this is right, it's right at support, so I'd be a buyer here if I was going to play it. The pendulum has swung too far. You know, we went from the retail ice age to now retail is great. You don't think that we've gone too far, do you? <laughs> you you don't think that we've got too much debt, too much credit out there, do you? Okay. This is, again, something that 
this is as old as, as, as markets themselves. And I'm talking about, you know, when when cavemen used to trade, you know, land for food. Right. I mean, this is it's always does this. And that's part of the deal. Fade the fed, fade the jobs. We are a very light cycle. This is my friend, Danielle DiMartino Booth, who used to work for the Fed. OK. And she's telling you that the jobs numbers in the markets are a little bit overcooked here. Okay, she's telling you through her own messages that the the uh, the Fed is behind and lost. Okay, there is no question that they should be raising rates. They should have been raising all along. So the jobs number, although looking good, may not be as good for the markets. Now, what was Nike thinking? Now again, you don't think that Nike. Okay, was is, is stupid. They're pretty pretty big company, right? They're pretty smart. They're not after us, I don't believe, as their customer base. Okay, they're certainly not after me. I haven't bought a Nike in in probably twenty years. I did buy Nike. I still got a pair of Air Jordans. Okay, but I don't buy Nike. Does anybody on this on this call buy Nike? Okay, I mean most people, you know, you get past a certain age, Nike's not your brand. And they're telling you they don't want you as their customer, okay? So you know the, they're, the just do it campaign with the with the, knee, the kneeling, okay? Uh, you know, so again, look, America. That's why what makes America great is that people can do what they want and they can say what they want, and you know as long as you don't break the law. And certainly Nike, I'm sure did some exhaustive studies, uh, so I'm sure they they know exactly what they're doing. A friend of mine is collecting Nike shoes that people want to burn to send the Trinidad and Tobago. Should be. That'd be great. What is Elon Musk thinking? How about this? Uh, smoking a little dope on a, during an interview. Okay. You, you think this is the old th this is the old Wall Street? <laughs> How about that? Okay. Most people don't care if Nike is the brand on sale, they will buy. Yeah, again. And I'm not telling you not to buy it. You see, this is the difference with me is I have an opinion. I don't like Colin Kaepernick. I don't like that they kneel for the national anthem. And I don't like Nike for using it. But at the end of the day, I'm an American. This is America. You can do as you see. As long as you're doing it within the laws, then what's... Listen, I've had many servicemen write me and say, hey, that's his right to kneel. Okay? And again, it is his right to kneel. It's just my right not to like it. Okay? And I just think they're at the wrong venue. If you want to do something, there's a lot that can be done in this country without lip service. But again, that's not, this is not a political call. He did not inhale. <laughs> I gotta love it. America's loan problem of one and a half trillion dollars. Now, again, here we've got, you know, we've got the midterms coming up and you've got people talking about waving, you know, and, and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I always forget what the word I'm looking for here. I'm, I'm, I'm losing, I'm losing my mind. It's why I'm so tired. Uh, forgiving the debt. Okay. Uh, for giving debt for all these student loans. Well, what, are they going to give me back my 500000 that I just finished paying for five for four years? Well, actually, five total years, but four years for each Ohio State and Illinois West State? Am I going to get my money back? I can't even write it off. Okay. I previously hated Elon Musk. He is now the man doubling down on the, the I'll say it before. <laughs> yeah. The guy is crazy. The board of directors should fire him. Hey, you know, he's very innovative. He's a genius. He's an engineer. So, hey, whatever. 
So, I mean. This is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz, and make sure you download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. We're going to step out of here for a break, and we'll be back with more of the Bubba Show after the break. Todd Bubba Horowitz, the Bubba Show. We're coming right back to you in two minutes. The Bubba Show. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. I mean, again, you think this problem is just going to go away? Do you think these debts are just going to go away? Why Chinese consumption is on the verge of collapse? You don't think China is on the verge of collapse? Again, they're not. They're going to print more money, which is what they, what everybody always does. You know, you just kind of redistribute the money by printing more. You know, it's like offering a secondary and your cash in the pot in your pocket. But you can see what's going on with the emerging markets. I mean, they're locked out. They can't get any more money now. So you don't think that's going to cause and create another problem? Again, I am not telling you that anything's going to happen tomorrow. I'm just all these things, like every other market, are building up into a major problem. Okay, all of these things continue to be ignored. Nobody cares. Okay, because everybody is too big to fail. But at some point, they will decide that they care. I, in fact, I was I was listening today. Uh, to Fox Business, and somebody was on there talking about, well, the margin that is not important because the market's so much higher right now, okay? And the market is different this time. Now, this is a guy that is supposed to be an expert, okay? And I love when they go with that this time is different. The markets are never, nothing is ever different, okay? It never changes. We will have the same meltdown that we've always had, and the markets will end up going 8% year over year on average over the next, you know, whenever, Whenever we have the next meltdown, we go into a 10-year bear market. We will still get an average over time of an 8% increase. I thought Kaepernick was praying to be a starter again. And by the way, thank you for the nice note last night, sir. I appreciate it. Brexit deal realistic in six to eight weeks. Now, this could have some issue with, with the euro currency as well. So, again, these are things you want to watch for. Super Thursday inflation trade war. And Super Thursday is Mario Draghi will be speaking. Okay, uh, he will be doing whatever it takes, as as always. Uh, this is this is worse than the Federal Reserve, the ECB. Okay, and he, you know, it's hard to be worse. Of course, they were the originators. You know, the uh, uh, um, uh, losing my mind. Uh, they were the originators of of central banking back in the 1600s. So that's something to watch out for. And of course, I'll be texting you and reminding you. Now, why isn't this guy in jail? And yet, he's getting $120 million. That's what I want to know. Okay? If any of us did what he did, would we be getting $120 million? It's the same as the Wells Fargo guys. Okay? That's what I want to understand. Okay? Somebody explain that to me, please. NFL down 9%. See, now, I think that that's bogus, bogus number. I think that... Uh, CBS should revolt. I agree with you. Um, allegedly. Yeah, I know. Allegedly. I always allegedly. Um, see, this is, in my opinion, ridiculous because, for example, I don't watch NFL games anymore. I watch the Red Zone channel or I watch the NFL network. There's so many outlets to watch. They have to take the sum total of all of it and put the other and then tell me they're down 9%. That's my opinion. Oh, this is what I was talking about. Fed should buy stocks in the next recession. Do we? Would we really want the Federal Reserve involved 
And anything more? Any, can they do any more damage? Okay, that's what Japan did. You know, they, they Japan owns the Japan government or Japan central banks own 62 percent, I think, of their stock markets. What's going to happen when that all goes away? That's what I want. When will the U.S. really feel the pain from trade wars? I don't think we're ever going to feel the pain. This is this is another, uh, as they say, for those of you who celebrate the Jewish New Year, this is another bubby mice. Okay, you can talk about smooth hole all you want. You can go back in history and tell me about all the trade wars. Get get the idiots out of the way, and let the markets trade, and then there won't be any problems. Okay, and we're we are very self sufficient. Okay, and you know what? If we have to create all those jobs and have to create all our own product, which we have the, the, the staff to do, then so be it, okay? It just means that, God forbid, the company should give away some of their profits and actually pay some employees. Actually, taxpayers bailed out pervert congressman. It's outrageous. Agreed. Agreed. The money game and the human brain, okay? Again, think about this, okay? Here we are. You've got everybody on TV telling you that this time is different. Okay. Nothing matters. It's the same thing they told you here. And all these guys, you know, I hear them say, well, you called this. You've been saying bullish. And I go, yeah, great. I have no problem. I mean, I don't know if anybody watches Charles Payne, for example. Okay. But Charles Payne, nice guy, smart guy. Okay. But he was the same guy in 08 telling you to buy, buy, buy. Okay. So, Again, all I'm saying is I'm I'm listen, I'm always long the market. Okay, I'm always in. So, you know, I'm hedged, I'm in, and I don't care. But the simple point is, is that the people that aren't in that have missed the entire rally are now buying. Okay. All that means is that, you know, there's gonna be some selling pressure. It happens all the time, and it can't be different because it takes a buyer and a seller, and you know, eventually. We're seeing the end of the buyers. Now, how long, much longer can they carry it? That I have no idea. Okay. But at the end of the day, you know, if you're in it for the long haul and the long term, then you're fine, especially if you're hedged. You have nothing to worry about. Okay. If you can afford to hold and not hedge, that's okay too. As long as the companies are solid, they're going to always going, if you believe in America, okay, they've always shown in history to be able to come back on an average rate of 8%. So that's the point. But right now, you're seeing a lot of people chase it in here. And we're getting very close. Now, again, when does it end? I have no idea, but soon. I did a study with Pantry Condition over two years ago, and he didn't even hit a 50% win rate. Again, he's a smart guy, and, and if you if you hold it forever, you know, the guys who bought Apple, for example, and I get a little off topic, but it's an important discussion. I was on Bloomberg TV in 2011 when Apple, when they had the special ticker, Apple 700, blah, blah, blah. And, and I said, they, they came to me, everybody's, oh, Apple's going to 1,000, it's going to 1,200. And I said, sold, sold. And I mean, then they said, what do you think? I said, I think we're going to go down. I said, not that we're going out of business, but it's going to take some profit. People are going to get out, and then you have to look for a better level. Well, in the meantime, it did go down to 350. Okay. But it was a great company. And if you go to hell and never puked it out, okay, and had the, the internal, in, in, internal test fortitude to hold on to it, then it came back, and now that same 700 is now about 1,400, okay? So it has come all the way back. Recession risk looms, the NOPE index, and this is new orders over price, okay? Again, this is the same place we're at that we've been at at every recession, 
And again, I'm not I'm not trying to spook you and tell you there's going to be a recession. I'm just saying, hey, these are things you should look at. These are things you should understand. These are things that you want to be prepped for and prepared for. So when they do happen, you don't have to panic out. That's the whole key for these these little discussions. OK, is so you don't have to panic. You don't have to puke it out. You're prepared ahead of time for this. OK. And so if you're not hedged, then just to make sure you keep some cash on the side so that when the market does fall apart, you can step in and buy. OK, if you are hedged, you have nothing to worry about. Las Vegas visitor traffic down. That's because of crappy customer service. But that is also a, a warning sign. OK, that is the. The, the, the mecca of the world for entertainment. So it could be something to you know think about. Again, nothing is meant to strike fear in your heart. It's just to give you an idea of what I'm seeing and what's going on. And that's just what we just, we like to be informative. We like to share with you ideas. And of course, I want to remind you to uh, download the Bubba Show each and every day at libertytalk.fm and also get the Sporting Edge there. But more importantly today, obviously a sad day. Uh, for all of us, but let's celebrate the, uh, the first responders. Let's celebrate our military. Let's celebrate our police, our fire, and everybody who helped out in the tragedy and everybody who continues to try to help out because one thing we should know or if you do, we should never forget what happened and how it got away from us. And uh, we should all take a moment today and say a special prayer for all those who lost lives, all Americans, and all those who helped us recover. This is the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz, ever great to everybody. Thanks so much for being here. We'll see you back here tomorrow on Wednesday with more of the Bubba Show. The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz, have a great everybody. Thank you so much. We'll see you later. Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM.